Well, hello and welcome to the What's Brewing CISFA show. What's Brewing CISFA is a podcast produced for the California Community College's Student Financial Aid Administrators Association. I'm your host, Dennis Schrader. I serve as the 2020-2021 CISFA president. Today is a special bonus episode of What's Brewing CISFA, made just for you. So let's go ahead and start the show. And welcome back to another episode of What's Brewing, Sisfa. Let's start this show with our first cup, everyone. Pull that up instead. There we go. Cut the music, add the sound effect, even though it's only me here today. So my cup is a little bit of sparkling water to get me through this show. As I mentioned, this is, and we talked about in our last episode, which was our 100th episode of the show. This is a bonus episode as one, I'm on vacation. And then two, in a matter of a few days, I hand over the reins to incoming president, Anna Faye Robinson. As such, and because we'd hit that hundredth a couple weeks early, I decided we'll just do a couple bonus episodes. I'd give Dana the day off. So my co-host is busy doing probably regular work while I'm here on vacation making a recording. So I figured this would be my words from the president of the association where I can give all the many thanks to all the people who helped out throughout the last year here on the show, but more importantly, helped with CISFA directly. And then we'll talk about what we accomplished, hopefully a little bit about what we're planning for next year, what I can tell you, but I want to leave a lot of that last part about next year out there and open because I want to leave that to our incoming president, Anna Faye Robinson, to talk about on the second bonus episode before the end of the month um, that we'll record next week. We'll probably record it on Wednesday, so it might be a day or two late. So don't worry, you're not missing out on episodes. And this way also, we'll officially start season two of the What's Brewing Seeds for Show right after the 4th of July. Just to give you a little rundown of time there. But first and foremost, you know, as comments from a president, and I've made some during the conference, and that's kind of the normal time we make a few words, give a few words about the past year, because it isn't too much longer until we do hand over the reins to the next person coming up from behind us. But I do want to do some extra things here. Extra thanks to everyone who really made CISFO what it was this last year in light of everything, including pandemic, work from home, retirements across the ways, and other issues that we've all dealt with with personally and professionally. First and foremost, my biggest thanks go out to uh, our past president, Mike Deer. So Mike unfortunately got caught up in all of this stuff, and when the pandemic hit, and things started to close mere days, if not a week or two, before our planned 2020 conference. Things had to shift quite dramatically as far as what we were doing with CISFA. So, again, unfortunately, we were planning our conference in Monterey for 2020, and it got canceled. I want to thank him because he helped out so much 
on the 2021 conference. First of all, um, you know, he knows, and I told him that we're basically going to start with the list of all the presenters that he had lined up and see how many of them we can get to commit to 2021. And amazingly, we had quite a few. So we didn't have to rebuild the boat. We also used a keynote he had lined up and a, a number of other things. So uh, Mike has been instrumental in keeping me afloat. Um, his experience in financial aid, his experience with CISFA as president um, really helped me shape what we did this year, especially because not being able to meet in person, we had many uh, a text or Zoom meeting uh, and other such things to make sure that we we're staying on the right page moving forward. And the biggest thing that we had, of course, was a 2021 conference that we were going to get this to work. So I definitely want to put the biggest thanks out there for Mike Deer. He will spin off the board in a sense at the end of this month, uh, but I believe we have him coming back in some other position potentially uh, to help us out. I want to thank uh, incoming president, my successor, and the current president-elect, Anna Faye Robinson. Uh, <clears throat> Anna Faye fills in a very special role because we did have uh, a different president-elect coming up, um, Jana Cox, who had worked up north at one of the colleges, uh, was elected, you know, over a year ago or so. But fate inter, uh, intervened on her behalf as she found a job outside the state at a school she really admired in the state she was planning to move to at some point in her life and had to leave us about midway through the year. So we put off the re-election of the president-elect till... We did our regular election in the early spring, and Anna Faye came in. Anna Faye, uh, for those who don't know, is one of my working uh, partners here in the L.A. Community College District. She's over at Pierce College, but even better yet, she has presidential experience. She is the current past president of CASFA, the California Association of Student Financial Aid Administrators. So as she was winding down her time, she'll be picking up with us as president of CISFA. And I want to thank her. We have two vice presidents uh, to thank. I have to thank our VP of federal issues. Lisa Mandy has done a fantastic job this past year, keeping up on all the different changes at the federal level. And now we're, and we're not just talking about CARES grants, HERF funding and all that, just all the other federal legislation, including things like FAFSA simplification that got passed uh, in late December. Parts are already getting implemented. Uh, but her staying up on that created one of the most highly attended sessions at our CISFA conference this last spring. And her general update on federal issues was another top attended uh, session at our conference. So thank you, Lisa. On the state front, our VP of State Issues, Tamara Shinar, who's also the past, past president, was instrumental in keeping us up to date on what's going on on the state level. I know she was busy with that, even though it was slightly less busy than probably some prior years with state issues. 
if for no other reason than our state legislators had other things to deal with. But I do want to thank her because there were things that came up, uh, whether it was, you know, special emergency aid for our AB 540 students or just other changes coming about and being discussed on the Cal Grant front and all. Uh, keeping up with that is a lot of work. And so I do want to put out the big thanks to her. Not that I want to rush through them, but I'm going to put them all together. But our treasurers three, Chow, Melissa, and Barbara. So when you get elected to treasurer with our association, it's very similar to president. You serve a three-year uh, term. So you're pre uh, treasurer-elect which means usually you handle the, uh, rec uh, the receipt of money and deposits. We have our treasurer who handles the actual payments and such, and also keeping up on um, banking relations and accounts and all, and also reports out at the exec board meeting on the financial health of the association. And then and when we instituted this a number of years ago, we have a past treasurer position. And that position really is about helping ensure transition between one year and another as people move from treasurer-elect to treasurer, the past treasurer over a three-year span and ensure, you know, continuity. So Chow, Melissa, Barbara have done just an excellent job of keeping our fiscal house in order. I'm probably going to thank them later, I'm sure, according to my notes here. Uh, because of all the work they've done on our institutional I, or our IT front, I would say our webmaster David Shook has been instrumental in keeping the website up to date, dealing with all the little updates that I do on a regular basis, and probably fixing more things than uh, necessary because of me. But you know, our goal is to have a nice home front for our members and non-members who find us to find us and find out about CISFA. So our website is an integral part to what our association does. It's where we post uh, job postings from across the state, training opportunities from, well, during this time, uh, mostly uh, online, but could be coming from anywhere. And then also all the information about our conference and other items and things going on with CISFA. So thank you, David. For all of our many, many regional reps that we've had throughout the year, their alternates, those who've served in, as proxies and all. I want to thank them all, too. Again, California is very large. It's a very large state. People will tell you. And so uh, from the state perspective, we've broken it down to 10 regions. And so starting with Region 1 at the top of the state, working your way down to Region 10 uh, in the San Diego area, Imperial Valley and such, we have a rep from every one of those. They serve on our board. They also serve as part of the financial aid regional rep consultative group with the state system office. So they, in a sense, along with the exec board of CISFA, and this is why our meetings take two days, consult with our financial aid uh, friends over in the state system office on things related to California community colleges. So uh, they're... Uh, they're key, our regional reps, to making sure the voices from across the state are heard on these issues. <clears throat> Beyond the regional reps, I want to thank all of our committee chairs and members. Many of them are current exec board members, but some of them 
uh, our past members, and some of them are just members of the association, so they're not always on the exec board directly. Uh, I won't name them all, but I do want to make sure I uh, give shout-outs to Greg Ryan, who's handled communications this past year and does a great job at that. I want to thank Yvonne Glashan and Adrian Lee for heading up our scholarships. Well, we had to, again, we had to forego doing them a year ago due to timing and the technical nature of trying to collect, review, and then make decisions on scholarship apps. Uh, again, the pandemic caught us right in the start of this all, and so we put a, a lid on it last year. We picked it up this year, and we are back to giving out scholarships. Uh, so thank you, Yvonne and Adrian, on that. Uh, and then guess one of our other committees of someone who's not on the board directly, Brittany Slates, handles our awards. And again, these are physical awards we give to our uh, usually exec board members or others in the association or related to our association um, for outstanding service and other um, things that we want to recognize people for over the past year. And so she was able to still get us awards get them shipped out, including the awards from our financial aid multimedia showcase. First, and maybe only one, we'll see, uh, that we ran this year for those who with the creative bug in them. Uh, we had some really nice awards created for that too. And thank you, Brittany, for helping get those out the door. I want to thank, of course, everyone who attended the conference. I know it was different. We weren't Anywhere in particular, you know, we were going to be in Monterey in 2020. We were going to be in San Diego this year. And thus, we were, of course, online, like most people, doing some kind of virtual conference. And I have to say, it really turned out well. I, I, I don't think we could have done it, of course, without the people who attended and went to the sessions and gave us their feedback. All of those people who presented. And really, we had a fantastic crew from the foundation for the California Community Colleges, Cameron, Carolyn, and their whole support group there. Um, we could not have done the conference without them, without a doubt. Um, they helped us with the platform, the, you know, the, you know, the uh, WebEx, ConX, and all these other companies out there that create these different platforms. And the one that we used um, uh, from Cvent um, that helps us put together a conference that everything's coherent and you can get from one session to another. And then we use some other software to handle our president's reception so that people could, in a sense, mosey around a reception room and sit down at a table and talk to other people, see other people. Uh, again, we could not have done that without our FCCC crew of Cameron, Carolyn, and others. So thank you all. Um, I also want to thank, uh, before uh, we do a little musical break here, Everyone who reads our buzz and our emails throughout the year. Again, that's how we communicate here with CISFA. We don't do the paper newsletters anymore. Um, uh, you know, that kind of went away a number of years ago. Not just because of cost. Cost was minor, but it was really the idea of the time that it takes to put a newsletter together, get some articles written, and be timely still, and then get it printed and shipped out. Uh, especially in these days, is a little tough. I mean, when we want your feedback or need your feedback on things, it's a little quicker oftentimes. If we want to get your ideas on uh, legislature working its way through, it's a little hard to do it newsletter-wise. And a lot of this stuff we can incorporate into the website and instead also, well, in addition to 
we have the buzz, which is our semi-weekly uh, updates from uh, Greg Ryan on our communications committee to the members of what's going on. And a lot of it this year was probably updates on the podcast because I did my best to incorporate as much into the podcast of things that I would want to know as a CISFA member and also for professional development and to keep up on the news. So <clears throat> we tried to do as much of that as possible this year. We'll try to do more of it in season two. But before we get to season two, we got to get to the second half of the show. Let's have a little bit of music. And welcome back for our second cup segment here on our special edition of the What's Brewing Ceasefire Show. You know, when you don't have your co-host here and you've given her the day off, a lot of talking. It's what it is. It's a lot of talking. But let's get through this. So I want to continue uh, where I kind of left off. I wanted to I thank the number of people. I want to talk a little bit about as of my outgoing speech here as uh, president. Some of the challenges we met and those we may not have met as well, um, thinking back over the last year um, of my service here to the association before I move on to past president and still have some duties to do. You know, I want to say challenges met. We certainly met it by keeping our membership informed, again, tied in, I hope, by reconstituting the buzz that semi-weekly email, and a a project that I had planned pre-pre-pandemic, doing a podcast. Now, for those who don't know me much, or I may not have mentioned it more than 700 times on the show, probably a few times maybe, uh, I was a radio TV film major. Uh, Of course, that's why I'm in financial aid. No, there's no tie-in there, really. Uh, But as radio TV film major... Um, uh, cause I will call myself radio pretty, uh, that's, uh, somebody else's line. Uh, but I worked at the campus radio station, really enjoyed my time. This was back in the time when, when you put music onto the radio, it wasn't always CDs. In our case, we were, I, I was at the radio station in that transitionary period of the early nineties where most of our music was still on records on vinyl LPs. And so the care and feeding of a record player or phonograph um, is different than just putting a CD in. Which even our modern age, younger members of CISO may not understand what I'm talking about. Seeing their music comes from the cloud out in the world through some kind of wireless uh, contraption. But back then, it wasn't quite that way. Um, so the podcast uh, really was the goal of trying to communicate well with our uh, cease for people, not even thinking about the pandemic, but to kind of stay in touch with them, offer them up some news, talk with the different exec board members, and help spread the word about opportunities to help your fellow people in financial aid at the community colleges uh, by getting involved. So we've done a lot of that over the last year. And again, I think the challenge of getting tied in, at least we did what we could, and I think it worked out pretty well. 
you know, also to ensure uh, smooth transitions of our board from our past board to the current board, or I should call it the outgoing board, and to the new incoming board. Uh, the thanks go out there to Tamara and to Mike. Tamara being the past past president helped ensure that we had a slate that ran four positions that started last July. And then Mike, as current past president, helped ensure that we had a great slate of candidates that ran for and won positions that start this coming July, just a few days away. So I really have to give them thanks and say that we've had great transitions. We've had great people run for office. For those who ran and didn't get a position, please consider doing it again. I will be putting out the clarion call probably in about six or seven months from now to try to look for people to run for the 2022-2023 board and beyond. I have to say, uh, as far as other challenges, holding a conference again, we did it, and we did it well. I think uh, even for an online conference, there's always some trepidation about uh, how will it turn out, will people attend, we had very good attendance. Uh, we had very good numbers of students or uh, uh, staff, I should say, and others sign up and register for the conference. We had fantastic sessions. Again, thanks to all the presenters out there, our technical support that made sure this all uh, came off looking good. I really want to thank a really funny person. Uh, not uh, funny, haha. No, funny, haha is right, I think. Uh, Nina G, our keynote presenter, who is a comedian. So, yes, has very funny uh, material. She, of course, brought along Mike Beers and Mean Dave, some other comedians um, for her breakout session. But she led the way with our keynote and uh, just did a fantastic job. Uh, so, thanks again, Nina G. And thanks for the books. Uh, they are going out the door very soon to people um, from the conference. So uh, don't worry about that. I think as far as uh, another topic here covering, you know, challenges and such, advocacy on the state level, you know, that was kind of a mixed bag and it has nothing to do with uh, Tamara, me, and the exec board. It has more to do with the fact that this pandemic really played havoc with our ability to do some of the things we do every year. For example, we usually do a full-fledged day at the Capitol in the spring where we send CISFA members, oftentimes tied in with CASFA members, to go and talk about legislation in the pipeline that affects our students. And so we're able to get time with actual state senators and assembly members sometimes to sit down and talk, or at least their staff members who understand higher education and talk about the impact of these things so that they know that we're tied in and that if they need their some input, we are there for them. So that was a little harder to do because there wasn't a real day at the Capitol. Also, because our state assembly members and senators were busy on a number of other things during this pandemic, uh, the amount of legislation that was going through uh, was diminished, diminished quite a bit. There was certainly some focused stuff that affected us Things like um, emergency grants for AB 540 students, other emergency aid coming through the campuses for students, uh, assistance in other ways, and a little bit of work on the Cal Grant program as they've continued to look at ways to, again, spread the love and the funding for students to help them stay in school. Uh, but otherwise, it was not nearly the hundreds of bills 
that you'd see in a normal year related to higher ed. I think uh, apart from that, tying in with CASFA, as I mentioned, we usually did that with the day at the Capitol. Uh, this year, regardless of that, I think we did an excellent job. We've borrowed their job postings every uh, week or so. We speak of their training opportunities often on the podcast here. I should say my uh, co-host, Dana, does that quite a bit. Uh, that's part of our ongoing thing. I always make sure that when I'm working on prepping of the news, I give Dana something to talk about to bug me about sending her to training, which is hopefully what all of our staffs do for those who are directors out there are doing. And if you're not a director, you should be bugging your director about training opportunities. So <clears throat> we borrow that from CASPA because they put out a monthly list every time. And we try to get that out there. Um, also, uh, tying in with CASPA, if anything else, we're borrowing their past president, Anna Faye Robinson, and making her the queen of uh, the CISFA land next year. So welcome aboard, Anna Faye. The last thing that I think we've done really, really well on, I'm going to talk about, is our fiscal house. Uh, not that we've ever been in ruins. We're not in ruins. But you have to remember, even when you have a treasurer and a treasurer-elect, it takes time to learn about the fiscal wherewithal of the association. Where are our bank accounts? Who has credit cards? Who has control of the bank accounts? How do we know we're in good fiscal health when you're a nonprofit organization and pretty much what you raise is what you use for your conference and other, uh, you know, running exec board meetings and things like that, scholarships and all? How do you ensure that you are maintaining a well-controlled uh, house uh, finances? Well, all that thanks again goes out to Chow, Melissa, and Barbara, our past, current, and treasurer elects. And of course, the Becky McCall. I have to give it to her too. She is the past, past treasurer who helped ensure that we had smoother transitions. Because every time you transition in a new board, you have to get new people signed on to paperwork with the bank and all. We don't use some third party to do all that. It's part of the. Uh, executive board uh, membership is our treasurer positions. So that uh, even during the pandemic, we found a way to meet at a B of A, our bank of uh, choice and take care of all of our account stuff. And we got our taxes going and everything else that we need to do on a regular basis. But uh, I have to say, you know, this group of treasurers has been very good about uh, putting out reports as far as, profit and loss and other things to help us better understand where our money goes, how well we've spent it. And for example, from this conference, were we able to at least cover all the costs related to it? You know, these uh, web, web platforms for hosting conferences cost some money. And then there's other things like uh, closed captioning of the videos from your conference you know, cost of a conference uh, keynote speaker or other presenter-related costs. You know, we, we certainly saved on some of this this year because we were virtual, but we want to make sure everything's in order for the coming year when, if all goes well, we'll have our conference down in San Diego next year. So I just wanted to give you a quick rundown there, some of the things that went well, some of those that we're still working on, just give you a, a taste of this past year before I get ready here to hand it off in a matter of weeks 
to our new president, I can move on to past president uh, duties. But before doing all of that, I think we need a little music so we can move on to the last SIP segment. And just like back that, I'm back for our last sip segment here. Wow, wrong buttons. Wow. Too many buttons. That's what they say. So I'll, I'll, I'll kind of play along with what we normally do on a last sip segment. Me and Dana, we do our I Dare You Two selections. I'll make mine uh, simple and sweet. I dare you all that are in the financial aid uh, arena of uh, California community colleges to get involved with CISFA. Although we have, you know, our 2021, 2022 executive board positions all filled, and that includes uh, regional reps and all for those who just want to put a toe in the water, consider being your alternate regional rep. So regional reps usually have an alternate in case they cannot attend an exec board meeting or such, Sign up to do so. And, and again, you'll be able to hopefully then attend our exec board meetings. Some of those into going into the future may still be virtual, but once we get back to going to ones, you'll be able to actually see face-to-face other CISFA members from across the state. Another option I put out there to getting involved, ask to be on a committee. There's so many opportunities here. You don't have to be on the exec board. You don't have to be a financial aid director to be on a committee. And there's lots of opportunities there. I don't know of all of them yet, only because as incoming president, Anna Faye may make some adjustments to what committees we have. And I leave that, of course, to her and her purview. Uh, so that's my, I dare you to get involved with CISFA. Um, if you're not a CISFA or a financial aid person, consider getting involved in other local community organizations uh, to help out your local, organiza- your local community. Well, amazingly, looking at the clock and all and what I've talked about today and the fact that I've ran out of things, I think we've had enough for today on this bonus episode. But there will be our next episode, a second bonus episode next week, where we're going to be joined by incoming president of CISFA, Anna Faye Robinson, to talk about her upcoming year as president. So stay tuned for that. Take a little break this week with only one outgoing episode. But of course, to do so, I want to first say I want to thank you, our audience, for tuning in today for this bonus episode. And if you have something to say, please get a hold of us. Send us your topics, ideas for interview subjects. Send them to wbcisfa at gmail.com. Don't forget also you can find this and all What's Brewing CISFA podcasts on Google Podcasts, your Apple Podcasts app, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn app on your Amazon Echo by using Alexa. What's Brewing Cisfa is a production of Studio 1051, a creative collaboration of me and Dana. And this has been episode, bonus episode A, or what might be known as 100-A, recorded the morning of Tuesday, June 22nd, 2021. Everyone out there, have a great day and have a great week. We'll see you next week.